Hello, and welcome back to Cape Corner, where we explore the history, story, and cultural impact of a different character or group every episode. I'm Blue. And I'm Jay. And today we're doing a poll uh, character. Uh, if you want to join the Discord, the Cape Corner Discord, to be able to vote in polls, uh, which help us decide who we're going to talk about from week to week, uh, then the link is in the description of the episode. Uh so I had made uh, a joke, uh, <laughs> mostly for myself, uh, in previous polls, where um, when Mario was included as an option, uh, I, I put in parentheses, aka, good Wario. Um, and uh, today we're talking about Wario, who I put in parentheses, aka, evil good wario <laughs> uh that's just my sense of humor myself all right so i just asked you you said you don't know a whole lot about wario or the mario franchise in general yep which i seem to remember because we did the mario episode and uh a lot of it was just me describing things to you and you going like, I had no clue about that. <laughs> um, well, uh, I will say that there was a Game Boy game in 1992 uh, called Super Mario Land, uh, which was its own like franchise counterpart. Uh, it was like the it was the um, handheld counterpart to the Super Mario World games. Um, and during the development of Super Mario Land 2 with six golden coins, uh, the staff team was looking for a change of pace. Uh, they didn't want to be bound by the ideas which were used in the Mario games leading up to that time. They wanted to provide Mario with a new objective. Um, so uh, I believe... I want to say Mario Land is where, um, I don't know about this specific game, but I think that franchise was uh, where Daisy appeared, Princess Daisy, who's like the um, uh, the close friend of Princess Peach, uh, as well as the okay. girlfriend of Luigi. Um, so yeah, she, she appeared in um, the first Super Mario Land game. Uh, Daisy was the princess of Sarasaland. So for the second Mar uh, Super Mario Land game, um, they they wanted uh, okay. The first thing that they decided was Wario's name, which was derived from the Japanese word uh, Warui, which means bad. Um, so they decided that they wanted Mario to have like an arch rival or a nemesis. Uh, so they were taking inspiration from the American comic book characters Popeye and Bluto. Um, I don't know if you know anything about Popeye. Yeah, he's the dude, and then gets like insane, insanely strong. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the sailor, uh, rough and tumble, and there's uh, another. Uh, I want to say, I think he's also a sailor named Bluto, who is uh, a big, physically well-built, very selfish and cunning 
uh, foil to Popeye. So they kind of decided they wanted to do the same thing. Uh, they took the M on Mario's cap, flipped it upside down to make a W, used that Japanese word Warui as inspiration, and thus Wario was made. Um, so uh, right from the get-go, um, he was meant to not be like a hero. Uh, he was an antagonist. Um and he he's meant to be like he's he's meant to look tougher than Mario. He's also short, like Mario is, but he's like he, he's like fatter, right? So, but not like like he looks like he would be stockier and stronger. Is is what the thing is? Um, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, he he tends to be like physically more powerful than Mario, but Mario's got like you know better jumping and skill and whatnot. Um, and Wario would appear throughout uh, a bunch of the games after his initial appearance in uh, Super Mario Land. Um, uh, he got his own Wario Land uh, games. He appeared in the Mario Kart games um, and, uh, you know, the Mario Party games. Uh, and in Mario Tennis, um, he showed up in uh, Mario Tennis 64 um, with, uh, well, okay. So in that game, they all had doubles partners that were assigned to them, right? Uh, so uh, he needed his own doubles partner because it was like, well, Mario and Luigi are doubles partners, and you know, uh, Daisy has uh, has Peach and yada yada. So that was actually the game they introduced Waluigi in. Um, and Waluigi is an absolute icon. <laughs> Um, uh, have you seen like all the memes and everything with Waluigi? I've seen a few. That's great. He's such a like he's such a mysterious enigma of a character, and I love him. Like he's probably like my favorite. Wah. Um. Uh, so it should be noted that Wario and Waluigi are apparently not brothers. Really? Yeah, they're they're just like friends or allies. Um, and okay, so here here's where I go into my whole Waluigi tangent. Okay, so uh, the uh, the the incredible uh, Brian David Gilbert did an Unraveled episode about Waluigi where um, he wanted to uh, find out more about Waluigi's identity. And he, uh, I, I would say you should all go watch the Unraveled episode about Waluigi. It's fantastic. Um, but uh, the, the long and short of it is that he... He, he started pulling um, lines of, like, 
uh, description from official Super Mario Brothers resources uh, to, you know, try and nail down the key aspects of Waluigi's character, which are things like um, uh, he is Luigi's counterpart. Uh, he is a very sneaky and cunning um, character. Um, Luigi isn't afraid of him. Uh, he has this ability in Super Mario Strikers where he essentially makes like a shadow clone um, to to help him kick the ball. Um, and uh, if you don't want to be spoiled on the big uh, conclusion that Brian came to, um, I'd say maybe skip ahead like a minute. Uh, but basically, Brian decided at the end that you know luigi who's afraid of everything for him not to be afraid of waluigi for waluigi to have this ability to like you know um make copies of himself or change uh you know what he needs to be on the fly he's essentially like the tyler durden uh from fight club he's like a he's he's um a mental manifestation from luigi wait seriously no, well, this this isn't all canon. This is just uh, this this dude on the internet speculating. But uh, it is fun to think about that Luigi just has like a split personality, and that while Luigi is like a copy of himself that he creates. Interesting. Yeah. Um, because he he can't exist without Luigi and so it's this whole thing of like what if that means they're the same person what uh uh yeah but anyway all this is to say Waluigi is there's not a whole lot of info on the guy uh and that's kind of what makes him super right to just make a bunch of memes about because you can fill in the gaps of his character Mm -hmm. um but wario wario has a much more defined character he's got character traits he is extremely greedy very money grubbing um he's he's kind of a weird dude uh he really likes garlic like he really likes garlic like he'll just take a clove of garlic and eat it oh that's odd yeah um he has a habit of like picking his nose and yeah it, it's he's not a he, he's not a stalwart heroic type like mario um but the series that wound up characterizing him uh the most i want to say would be uh the WarioWare series uh And man, you you just need to play the WarioWare games. They they're so fun. <laughs> they're genuinely some of the most fun uh, that I've had. They they like invented a genre of games um, called micro games. Uh, so you know what a mini game is, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's a, it's a little game within a game that you play, and it takes, you know, maybe like three to five minutes, whatever. 
a micro game is smaller than a mini game. Uh, they are rapid fire five second games. Damn. Yeah. So the the main uh, idea of it is that you you play a level. Um, each level has like its own theme because like okay so each game introduced new mechanics and based on those mechanics a cast of characters would each have their own like themes that they would do um uh and and so is say that the theme of one of the levels is like you got to do a lot of pulling motions so like one uh one uh, like okay because the one that i played was warrior touched for the nintendo ds uh the one with the touch mm. screen so a lot of the stuff uh that i remember was like a mini game where um you the doors would open it would be like uh unravel and you would see just a toilet a thing of toilet paper and you'd have to quickly swipe down and pull all the toilet paper and get it down to the end of the roll within five seconds Oh, or there might be a thing where you would use the Nintendo DS's microphone, um, and there would be like a, a big like guy's face looking up at the bottom of the screen, and there would be like a dandelion petal, and you would have to blow into the microphone, and he would blow, and he would keep the dandelion petal afloat, and you'd have to do that for five seconds, uh, stuff like that. So it's just really tiny tasks that you do in a few seconds and it's very rapid fire so you, if you fail a test I think like three times you lost the level um, but uh, they're very fun uh, and uh, I will talk about some of the different games the different mechanics um, and, uh, and his own cast of characters he has his own distinct cast of characters from the rest of the Mario series and they're very colorful and fun and I will talk about all that after an ad break okay that was our ad break uh, alright before we continue um, let, let me ask you because I haven't let you do a whole lot of talking here um so, have you ever actually played a game with Wario in it? No. None of them. You never even played like Mario Kart. No. Wait, have you actually not played War like Mario Kart? Like, why? Well, one, I don't have any Nintendo things, and two, I'm not a big race like race car fan. Oh, that's right. You did tell me that. Even if it's yeah, like like driving games, I mean. Yeah, but it's less like actually racing and it's it's more battle racing, which is like, you know, yeah, you're driving and you're trying to get in first place, but it, it's more about you're you're navigating the track and like shooting like rockets and shit at your opponents. Oh, all right. That doesn't that doesn't change it up for you. 
like I said, I still don't have any like Nintendo things though. Mm. Like I don't have a Switch or anything like that. One of these days, I'm just gonna bust down your front door and I'm gonna have a Switch. And I'm gonna be like, we're doing this. This is happening. <laughs> Um, Mario Kart is one of the most like I don't want to say competitive. What's what's the word I'm looking for? It it frustrates people who play it, but it's also addictive in that when they lose, they're, they're like, "All right, another round. I'll get you this time." <laughs> um. Mario Party, he pops up in those. Like, you've at least seen the Mario Party games to know, like, what the deal is, right? Yeah. Uh, Alright, so let me talk a little bit about the WarioWare games. So the first one was WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games, but the S in Micro Games is a dollar sign. Okay. Um, it was for the Game Boy Advance, so, uh, it was it was like their initial foray into it, and all of the games, uh, could only utilize what the Game Boy Advance had, which was basically just, you know, buttons. Um. So the story was uh that okay I should say Wario's design, in um in the WarioWare games is different. So, Wario's usual outfit. So, Wario's usual design is that he's got the normal, like, plumber outfit, right? He's got the cap that has a little W on it. He's got his overalls, um, you know, his gloves, his shoes. You know, he's dressed like Mario. But in the WarioWare games, he has, like, a biker outfit. Uh, He's got a helmet with goggles on it. Uh, He's got, like, a blue long sleeve shirt with a lighter blue like ripped uh biker vest over top he's got some pink pants with a red belt uh he still has gloves but now they're fingerless gloves so he's he's dressed more as like a colorful biker now um okay and he's just got a house in a place called diamond city and uh, the entire idea is that he sees uh, a reporter talking about uh, another video game uh, called Pioro, which made a whole bunch of money. And he literally just went, you know, if I made a video game, I could make money. <laughs> so he just he just um, founds a corporation called WarioWare Inc., um, and after he tries to make a video game by himself, he gets lazy. He's like, it's too hard. But he decides to call up a whole bunch of his friends to help. Um, and because he doesn't want to spend too much money on the game, he develops a whole bunch of games. And there's a whole bunch of them... Uh, there's the famous gold digger micro game, which is in like almost every single game, which is literally just there's a nose. There is uh, a hand moving from side to side. You got to time it right. And when you hit the button, the finger goes up 
and then it'll jab and you got to get it into one of the nostrils to pick its nose. If you miss, oh it like jabs the nose. Um, like I said, there's the toilet paper one. There's one where it's like you got to move a spotlight around to find a criminal that's escaping from jail. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff. But the characters are what really make the game. Uh, there's a guy called Jimmy T who's like a disco dancer. Um, and I remember um, we, we see his uh, the nightclub. He always goes to Club Sugar. Um in that club in WarioWare Touched, we actually see his whole family is with him. Um, there's uh, these two guys called Dribble and Spitz, which are like a big... There are two mechanics, but one's like a big uh, pit bull, I think, and the other's like a cat. Um, and I'm almost positive that they're designed after like SWAT cats. Um <laughs> There's a girl named Mona, uh, and she's like your, like your typical attractive uh, anime waifu character. Um, she goes around on a scooter. She has a nice like coat and like a mini skirt, and she has her own like biker helmet and goggles. Um, uh, the, apparently, like. There might be a romance between her and Wario, which is weird because he's a disgusting manlet. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I know she's like a model. Um, there's a there's a guy called Nine Volt. He's just this little kid who I actually love playing his levels because his games are always themed around retro games. So like. Do you remember Duck Hunt? Okay, there's literally one of his micro games is just Duck Hunt, where it's like you got five seconds to shoot one of the ducks out of the sky. <laughs> uh, there's an alien named Orbulon who he, he apparently wants to take over the Earth, but he just always crashes or screws up, so he just winds up getting involved in the uh, microgames uh, while he's repairing his ship. Um, there's a guy named Dr. Krygor, who's a cyborg. Uh, sort of like your Dr. Giro or whatever. Um, and then there's uh, Kat and Anna, who are little ninja girls. And their names are the word katana split in half. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So um they all their stuff is tends to be themed around some sort of like slashing effect or you know other white other ninja stuff. Um then the next game they made was WarioWare Twisted, which there there were some Game Boy cartridges that they made that were like fat because they had like a big pack of something or other included in the game cartridge. Uh, this mm. was one, it actually had a gyroscopic sensor in the game cartridge. So, the gimmick of this game was that you had to actually rotate your Game Boy. Um, 
And so, like, say there was a game where you were flying a plane, you would actually have to turn your Game Boy to steer where it was going. That's pretty neat, actually. Yeah, like, they get really creative with them. And, you know, I, I appreciated that. Um, uh, the Oh, I should also say these games all had, like, a bunch of extra stuff. Like, there were little uh, gizmos and whatnot that you could get for beating the micro games. Um, I remember there was actually for WarriorWare touched on the DS. There was like um, it was some kind of game. I can't remember what it was. It, it was like you would have one person on one side of the handheld and another person on the other side, and you each had your own screen. It was like yeah, I know it wasn't air hockey, but it was it was a game like that where you know you, you were both using both screens, but you each had one side to manage. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like I said, WarioWare Touched was on the DS that had uh, a lot of incorporating about um, you know using the touch screen uh, as well as using the uh, 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 the microphone. Um, like there was games where you would like pop balloons really quickly, or uh, like I said with Cat Nana, you would um, make slashing motions to like it, basically it was like Fruit Ninja before Fruit Ninja was a thing. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I should also take this moment to uh, double check on characters because not all of the characters were in first game let me see do, do, do. oh yeah um uh nine volt wound up getting a sort of uh i guess he's just a friend but he seems like a big brother character something called 18 volt uh wario wound up having a superhero persona called wario man which literally looks like he's wearing pajamas <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, one of the best additions, which I guess I didn't even know that she wasn't in any game before this, WarioWare Touched added Ashley. Um, Ashley is a little witch girl that lives in a mansion, has a little tiny devil imp uh, minion. Um, and uh, she has an absolute banger of a theme song um it's like how do i describe it like heavy organ um almost kind of like an adams family uh theme okay. uh but from time to time she breaks in and she actually sings in it um there was a robot named mike who all of his were about using the microphone. Um, I guess I should also say that the whole Wario Man thing, he, once you get through all of the normal levels of the game, Wario is always like the first level. Uh, and then the last level, he turns into Wario Man. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so that's sort of their thing. Like it's bookended by... Um, the the two different versions of wario 
And the art style for these games are also like super memorable. It's like very thick outlines, cartoony. Um, it's great. Like they have their own style, very distinct from the Mario games. Um, and there was a whole bunch more uh, smooth moves, snapped, DIY. Um, I actually don't know a whole lot about those games. Um, there was one that was just released last year for the Switch, Jesus, called WarioWare Get It Together. <laughs> I actually need to see what that one's about. But like I said, he hasn't made super significant um, story impact in most of the Mario games. Um, but somewhere he actually was fairly significant in the story was uh, uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, uh, where in the uh, story mode for that game uh, called the Subspace Emissary, he was like one of the bad guys that was good. So they had like these guns, like, like giant cannons that would shoot arrows, not like not like bow and arrow arrows, like big old cartoon, like pointer arrows. Mm, and if someone yep. got run through by one of those arrows, they would turn into like a statue. Um, like an amiibo with a base. Mm. And he was one of the people that was going around capturing uh, everyone. Um, he, he captures Peach in the beginning of the game um at one point he was just going around with like a cart and he had peach ness and luigi on it as statues and if i recall correctly i think there's a part in the game where like everybody else got captured and then because wario fucked up uh like he crashed his cart and those three got revived and so those three had to save everybody else. I think that's what happened. I'm I might be wrong. It's been a while since I played it. Uh, but regardless, uh, oh, <laughs> I just found that he apparently made a bunch of self portraits. Oh my god. And they're like they're like handsome anime versions of himself. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to send this to you real quick so you can see what I'm talking about. There you go. It's the two in the middle. Alright. <laughs> that's great yeah, yeah i love he, that he's a very fun character what is this sorry i just i oh okay i just saw like a like a cartoon animation of him using hypnosis which is apparently from super mario land 2 i I did not know that they were doing this. This is actually kind of 
terrifying low key. I'm gonna send this to you so you can see what I mean. Damn. But yeah, in That's terms like of his abilities, tuned stuff. It really is. <laughs> in terms of his abilities, he can do um, you know, a lot of the stuff that Mario can, just, you know, more focused on the physical strength and less on the skill. Um, he has the ability to Okay, he has a move called the Wario Waft. Which I want you to take a guess as to what it is. Mm, probably on the nose or something. No, he just sure. farts hard enough to create a mushroom cloud. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it, and it's one That's of his weird. moves that he uses in like Smash Brothers as like an up attack. Uh, Because he just farts and uses it to rocket himself upwards. That's great. Yeah. Um, Like I said, he has the ability to turn into Wario Man, uh, who, you know, for all intents and purposes, is a superhero. He gains the ability to fly, uh, similar to Cape Mario from Super Mario World. Uh, But he gets winded really easily like he doesn't have endless amounts of stamina like other superheroes do um Mm. he can golf he can play tennis he can ride go-karts you know all of your typical mario fare um to be honest i don't know if i have much else to say about him uh oh i guess i'll I'll say this um it's not really about wario and them but um do you know the uh disney pixar movie turning red which just came out i heard about it i haven't watched it yet there's like the 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 main character has a friend group of four girls and um uh Somebody had mentioned that all four of them have the colors of Mario, Luigi, Wario, and Waluigi. So they like to just imagine that it's a story about the daughters of those four. Jesus. Yeah, like the main character is red. She has a friend who's green, and their two friends are yellow and purple. That's funny. Yep. Uh, like I said, this is going to be a shorter episode because there's not too much to say about uh, Wario. I guess I'll say something that I just found out about. Apparently, they have they've said his origin story. Um, you know how like Yoshi's Island was a game that showed baby Mario? Yeah. Okay, so... Um, uh, they they made a newer version of Yoshi's Island uh, more recently uh, that actually involved Baby Wario. 
Uh, How was that? I don't know. I just found out about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my bad. Yoshi's Island DS. Yeah. Like, I, I know the original Yoshi's Island game was very fun. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, but so I'm going to assume playing as Baby Wario instead of Baby Mario is similarly fun. Um, though he might have some different mechanics because the picture here shows him with a magnet and he's like attracting gold coins. Because of course he is. Because even as a baby, he is a little little money bastard. Oh yeah, it says it right here. Uh, baby Wario's special move is magnetism, which he pulls out a magnet and attracts coins. Oh, day. Yep. <sighs> um, yeah, I don't really... Uh, he bathes in money, uh, like gold coins, which seems both uncomfortable and uh, unhygienic. <laughs> yeah. I... Like, okay, this is, this is going to be a, a quick pet peeve of mine. Um, people need to realize that money is dirty and they need to also stop going out of their way to make money dirtier. Uh, when I was a cashier, um, there, there was a woman who decided to pay and she pulled the money out of her cleavage. And I'm like, oh, that's so disgusting. Yeah, because it was like it, it was it was like it was all boob sweaty but like also lady you're getting all the grime from that money like who knows where people's hands have been and whose hands that that's been passed around to um and, and you put that like in between your boobs like you you could fucking and it's like because you're sweating so you're absorbed yeah oh terrible what I'm saying is, like, get a purse, get a wallet, stop rubbing money against, like, your bare skin. It's not going to do anyone any favors. Um, oh, I, I guess one other thing I'll say, too, is that, um, like Mario and Luigi, Charles Martinet also voices Wario and Waluigi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I think that's great. Charles Martinet, fantastic dude. From everything I've seen of him, he just seems like a really nice guy. And he should have gotten that fucking role in that fucking movie. Still mad about that. <laughs> Before I go on another Chris Pratt rant, uh how about we wrap things up is it do, do you have any questions for me about wario or any thoughts or speculations or anything or waluigi he's also part of the package deal in this episode <laughs> not really i was just really him and waluigi weren't related <laughs> yeah i kind of assumed when i was younger that they were but they're they're apparently not Waluigi's just some guy. That's just weird to think about. Because <laughs> and 
Luigi are brothers, and this is like pretty much the evil version of. Yeah, you would think that they would be. Yeah, but I guess also it's not like they're clones or anything, right? Like they're also just dudes who dressed up similarly and decided to fuck with the heroes. So, yeah, that's it, it true. I guess been, it could have just been like a Craigslist ad, like. Hey, does anybody else want to dress up like an evil Mario and Luigi and just screw with them? And while Luigi was like, nah. If you can't tell, I kind of love doing Waluigi's voice. Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, all right, so I think that's about it for today's episode. Like I said, a bit of a shorter one, but those are fine from time to time. Uh, yeah. I already said it, but I'll say it again. You can join the Cape Corner Discord. You can vote on characters you want to hear about. Not every time, but, you know, I put polls up sometimes. Um, uh, you can't. Oh, man, I just realized we're coming up on a year. I've almost been doing this for a year now. That's wild. Um, you can follow the podcast at Cape Corner on Twitter, or if you are so inclined, you can follow my personal Twitter uh, at BeyondBlue13. Uh, Jay, you can be followed at Shitposter of America on Facebook. Yee. <laughs> have you have you done anything with that since like you've joined this podcast? My Facebook? Yeah. Well, I share on it every day. Oh, okay. I I actually didn't know if we're like active on it or not. Oh yeah, that's why I named it shit posting. Shit posting. Well, that does make sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, you can support the series on Anchor if you are so inclined um, if anybody like wants to support but for whatever reason doesn't want to do it on Anchor you can just let me know and like I guess I can make a Patreon or something mm. anyway uh, next week will be something else it, probably a superhero or something. Am I getting you worse at this? <laughs> I think what, we're what both we just kind of worn out. Not yeah. like of the podcast. I just mean like today. Yeah, it's a it's a tired day. That's for sure. It, yeah. What were you gonna say though? I was gonna say if you guys haven't done it. You should do Moon Knight since uh, uh, series, but yes, you're right. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know what? Just an idea. I am gonna do it next week. Is Moon Knight, baby? <laughs> well, wait, no, I I forgot. I was actually saving an episode about him uh, for after the series is over. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I wanted to be able to talk about him um, 
like more in depth and admittedly my comic knowledge of him is a little bit weaker uh so i was gonna let the see well i wanted to voice my opinion on the series and everything too Mm. i actually didn't know he didn't know what i actually didn't even know he was series came up and now i'm starting to find out a bunch of cool facts about him like insane <laughs> oh yeah he's great that's he, cool. like i've known about him for a few years um and the, there's definitely been this like um uh idea that he is quote-unquote white batman mm. um and like sure uh, but there's also like a fair bit of his own stuff he's got going on. The whole Egyptian god stuff is pretty pretty far removed from Batman. Character I could easily get into, so I'm actually really looking forward to this because it'll be something that I don't, I won't know what will happen next. Pretty much, yeah. I'm a book fan for most of this, like uh, Endgame and stuff, you kind of just want to like Spider-Man and all that, you kind of just know what's going to be happening for the most part. Yeah. But this would yeah. just be like a totally new experience. And I love uh, superhero characters that have to do with um, like mental health stuff. Um, yeah, a, a, for sure. A few weeks ago, I did the, the Hulk episode and um, I was talking to Andrew from True Believers and he he was shocked to find out that Hulk is actually a big mental health allegory and i was like yeah it's something that they don't advertise about the character nearly enough as like they their issues it's because he's got a uh, dissociative identity disorder oh okay the i i made the whole episode about it you should listen to it after this uh but um long story short um the hulk wasn't just some thing that was created when the gamma bomb went off he is literally his repressed anger given form um and he transforms into him and the reason that um the hulk can't speak or think too well is because he's literally a personality like a split personality of bruce banner who has never been the conscious side of the mind so the relative amount of time that he's been quote unquote alive compared to Bruce, he is a child while Bruce is an adult. Mm. Yeah. That a little bit like him getting more involved, like learning CU movies a little exactly. bit, not a lot. But By Ragnarok, he's starting to speak in sentences because he's been Hulk for a while. So he's been able to like, communicate with other people and learn how to do it yeah yeah that's why i'm like every time he gets to be hulk he actually like gets a little bit smarter and learns a little bit because he can't do that while he's essentially asleep mm. <sighs> all right uh like i said it's gonna wrap up the episode here um everybody thank you for listening Stay strong, stay true to yourselves, and remember, we can all be heroes or we can be weird, antagonistic clones of somebody that is a hero. <laughs> if that's 
you know, what you want to do. That's a mood. <laughs> <laughs>